Join me now with his perspective on the day's market movements is Jacobus Brink from Novara Investment Solutions. Thank you so much for your time, uh, Jacobus. I'm actually surprised that the markets are not more red than I would have thought, considering now um, this nervousness that has been brought on by that missile attack that took place in, in, in Poland. What are your thoughts? Yeah, hi, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Um, yeah, very interesting, you know, um, just as we sort of started seeing um, yeah, the U uh, Ukrainian um, uh, uh, President Zelensky, you know, possibly hinting at a peace talks um, starting, you know, we get something like this this missile strike. You know, it is still very much sort of up in the air on, on what exactly happened here. But President Biden, I believe, confirmed that it wasn't fired from uh, from uh, from Russian soil, but it was actually a Russian-made um, missile. But it is very interesting to see that markets remain so muted, um, you know, overnight. Um, clearly, there's still a lot of, of confusion sort of on, on, on where it came from and then what exactly, what impact it could have um, on the geopolitical tension. But, you know, if you just look at it in general, over the past few days, I think there's been a market increase in, in so ge geopolitical uncertainty. You know, we've seen North Korea once again doing um, missile tests. There's been a lot of... Um, uh, NATO uh, military exercises going on um, in conjunction with the UK and a lot of the European <coughs> European nations. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's 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 interesting to see that markets are holding up so well. Um, I think the biggest news, pretty much this morning, other than the the, the missile attacks that we saw, was the the um, the inflation numbers out of the UK. 41 year high, you know, they expected mm. to come out at 10.7%, actually came out above 11%, yeah. um, mostly due to gas, electricity bills, and also um, food actually being impacted, you know. So it's definitely a case of the, the poorest households are, are being hit the hardest. Mm. Um, you know, uh, let's talk about uh, some of the news that came out of the JSC today. We did have SPA coming out with results. The market's really punishing SPA at that. Um, the last time I checked that share price, it was down about 12%. Uh, so things really getting worse as you go down those numbers from the top to the bottom. So you had group turnover advancing 6%, operating profit with a tepid increase of 1.1%. But then you have headline earnings per share declining at 3%. Is convincing investors, um, SPA investors, um, of the offshore strategy that SPA has taken uh, proving to be quite a slog? Yeah, that seems so. Just um, last time I checked, I think SPA was down almost 13%, um, yeah. you know, on the day. And clearly, as you mentioned, you know, the, the, the numbers we saw um, have been very disappointing. Um, you know, I think, firstly, you know, if you just look at the local side, they are still very much sort of impacted by, you know, some of the, the, the pandemic um, consequences that we had, as well as some of the, um, the, 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 the riots and stuff we had, and, and as well as um, the floods and things like that. So, I mean, that's sort of an ongoing story locally. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I'm not entirely sure whether, you know, their, their off-store strategy is, is really adding value at this stage. I think this is part of the reason why the market has punished them so much. You know, it, it, it does seem that there's still a few things that they need to work out there. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, with, with the likes of Poland, Switzerland, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty around Europe just in general at the moment. You know, it's probably moving into recession if it's not already in a recession, you know. So yeah. I think that that hasn't given given the market a much comfort at this stage.
Well, an offshore strategy that seems to be uh, starting to work out is Woolworths. So they also had uh, some news, uh, a trading update there that share price up 5%, turnover and concession sales up 23.3%. They expect headline earnings per share to grow by more than 20%. One of the interesting things that jumped out for me is the kind of uh, shift that you are seeing as things normalized where they have more sales on bricks and mortar, declining sales on, on online. What stood out for you there? Yeah, I think for me, you know, definitely the, the as you mentioned, you know, the, the, the offshore businesses clearly it's coming off a, call it a low base, you yeah. know, because of all the, the COVID um, issues we've had. And especially, you know, as, as we all know, Australia and New Zealand were particularly, um, you know, particularly, um, sort of hard hit by the, the lockdowns and, you know, people traveling. Um, so, so that was good to see. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, just in, in general, you know, this trading update looked good. Um, I would have expected it to be up a little bit higher. You know, I think there was a lot of sort of, um, you know, confusion around what's going to happen with the, especially the Australian New Zealand operations. But yeah, you know, I think at, at the moment, a, a good one to own, you know, this is one of the, one of the retailers that we, we have been, um, fairly bullish on. So, yeah, it's good yeah. to see them coming out with, with a good trading statement. I was fascinated by the share price movements that uh, we saw um, from PPC after their trading update, their operational update earlier on. So uh, it started off with that share price down more than 2%. And then uh, during the course of the morning, uh, it was trading in the green. Um, that kind of mixed sentiment you saw even with their operational update where they said that their trading conditions in South Africa and Botswana were offset by positive trading conditions in Zimbabwe and Rwanda. Wonder. But we know that even with the demand quite strong in Zimbabwe, they're still dealing with that hyperinflation. Uh, of course, HEPs now expected to drop. What is your uh, sentiment on that mixed bag of cement? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one. You know, I think they, a, a lot of it, um, the devil is in the detail here. Yeah. Um, you know, because obviously, as you mentioned, you know, initially sold off quite hard. Um, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, the South African operation, you know, they're still delivering sound cash generation, they're busy deleveraging the balance sheet, you know, all of those are positive. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, we, we, we saw some, some increase in sales volumes, um, in the coastal region due to the, the stronger demand that we've had. Um, and, and yes, the Zimbabwe thing remains, uh, uh, something to be seen how it plays out. But I think, yeah, in, in, in general, you know, probably not as bad as the market initially, um, initially uh, saw it as. And then uh, and consequently, we've seen it move into the green. Ah, you know? uh, all right. Well, let's get to your stock pick for today, Jacobus. Uh, my stock pick is famous brands. Um, you know, came up with fairly good, good uh, uh, trading results uh, recently. And, you know, I think just from a seasonality point of view, we're moving into, into holiday season. And, you know, I think they've got a, a bunch of great brands and especially in a, in a season like holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this probably being the first real holiday season that we'll see, um, you know, everything being open, COVID be something of the past. So yeah, you know, I think they, they position very well, you know, great brands like Steers, Debonair's, Wimpy. Um, so yeah, I think they position well to, to, to have a good, a good holiday season. Mm, and hooray to the silly season at that. Thank you very much for your Indeed. time and for your insights, Jacobus. That was Jacobus Brink from Navarra Investment Solutions.